Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Work Time Fun Podcast. I'm your coworker, L, and I'm the guy that likes to talk about all things Marvel, DC, and in between. So grab your cup of coffee and let's dive in. All right. On today's podcast, I am joined by my wonderful co-host, uh, Raymond. And Marky. All right. We got Retro Raymond and Marvelous Marky. Hey, guys. Welcome. I thought we weren't doing those nicknames oh, anymore. Thanks. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. You guys didn't want to say it, so I did it for you. So. All, right. <laughs> All right. Welcome, fellas. How are you guys? Great. Good. Awesome. <laughs> Energy drinks on hand? Yes. All right. Giddied up? Yeah, it's raining outside, but it's all right. Ah, yes. So we have a lot of things to talk about today. Well, not really, actually. Um, Just the primary one, the Marvels, which we all watched this time, right? Yes. We did. We actually watched it in the same theater without knowing. Well, I saw it in 3D in another theater. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, Raymond and I, we happened to be in the same theater watching the Marvels uh, without really knowing until afterwards. So that's where we have uh, today's topic. It's going to be the Marvels movie that just recently came out, and just talk about how we felt about it, give a kind of review, and also, you know, what's causing the low box office, what's causing the fans to not show up for this movie, because it seems to have fairly good ratings in Rotten Tomatoes. Critic scores went up, audience scores higher, but people aren't showing up. So what's going on? But before we dive in there, I think we just have some other things that we can probably talk about in the past week or besides some housekeeping or. Oh, okay. You want to start with that? <laughs> yeah. Housekeeping. Just some fact checking from uh, last week. Oh, okay. Um, uh, briefly, we talked about DC uh, buying all these uh, comic book company uh, publishers and they did not. IDW, Top Cow and Image are still uh, independent publishers. They bought. Was it Wildstorm, which is Jim Lee's like personal publishing yeah, company or whatever? That's where I got. So Jim Lee was part of Image, right? But yes, yeah, uh, former but, co-founder. That's right. And I guess my understanding was that he sold off his stuff to DC. So I just kind of assumed it was all together. Yeah, that was all. Yeah, and, and I was I was way off too. <laughs> all good. It's comic stuff. We're not about comics here. Well, um, you are, but yeah. We talked about The Legend of Prince Valiant last time. I think I confused you guys. I didn't watch it on cable. I watched it on a YouTube channel Oh gosh. Of, uh, <laughs> called Comics Kingdom, which is mm -hmm. a King Feature syndicate. They're like a comic strip uh, distributor. That's kind of their YouTube channel. What I was talking about was uh, Prince Valiant premiered on the Family Channel. You guys remember that? No. Family Channel was a cable network that launched in like 1990. Nope. Isn't that cable in the 90s? I still have no clue what that is. <laughs> so it, Family Channel became uh, Fox Family, then became ABC Family. Okay. And now it's called Freeform. Oh, okay. Which is all on Hulu. See? ABC Family, Freeform. That, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that's the evolution of Family Channel. It started as the Christian broadcasting. That's it. If there's anything else we got wrong last week, email us at... Worktime fun podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And make sure to put attention to Raymond. You suck. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. It'd be nice to get email. Yeah. Thanks for bringing up all our errors. Yeah. <laughs> There's probably more, but I only listen to myself. Uh, that's cool. I don't even listen to myself. So, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. How about you, Marky? Anything uh, in this past week you can bring no. it up? No, I still meant to watch Spriggan, but I just didn't end up watching anything but oh, Marvels. Okay. 
So if you're not watching it, what are you doing instead? Sleeping. Sleeping. <laughs> yep. Sleep. Working out. Work. Oh. Night shift. There yeah. you go. Working out and working. Yeah. <laughs> so what you benching these days? Oh, not much. Maybe three. Wait, don't, you, don't, you, don't you do journaling? Oh, yeah. I journal. Journal about nothing. It's like his hobby. Oh, like Zanga? Yeah. You remember Zanga? Yeah. yeah. Anyone out there old enough to know that? Oh, yeah. between us three, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to reply to you. <laughs> I'm yes, waiting for I, the I, I to respond. Yeah. Yeah, I used to do that. I used to do some journaling. I think that was a precursor to what? All MySpace, Facebook, and all that kind of stuff. Oh, Friendster. Were you guys ever in Friendster? Yes, oh, remember gosh. the guest books at the end of the uh, at the bottom of the pages for the old uh, like what is it the uh, angel oh, angel fire <laughs> angel fire <laughs> tripod yeah AOL member pages oh man I actually used to do a whole bunch of this stuff and I even had there was a website called homepage.com and I made a few but the one that I wish I kept a copy of. It was something that I called natalieportmans.homepage.com. And I think that was after Horizon Star Wars, I think. Yeah. Or around that time. And then, like, I was just a huge fan of hers. And I created that website. And I would just source all these different news and things about her. And then, like, almost stalkerish to to a point. You were part (laughs) of, like, a ring, right? Uh, A website ring? Uh, I don't know if I was. I could have been. I was probably had same same info as some other people or collaborate with people i don't really remember i just remember i had the site i created it and a lot of comments on there were like thinking it was actually the real natalie portman's web page or something oh. yeah so i had to deal with a lot of weirdos and freaks on that <laughs> i mean worse than me <laughs> uh i'm glad you shared that on the podcast oh yeah for sure <laughs> i'm gonna make sure i cut that out so nice <laughs> anyways yeah and um well, uh, I guess for me, uh, this past week, I've seen a lot of trailers that's been out. Um, oh, my gosh. The finale of Loki. Have you guys jumped on Loki oh, yet? Oh, no. Uh, I saw the Marvels, though. Hmm. Oh, by the way, the Archies is written on that screen. I just noticed that. Yeah. Oh, the Netflix one. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, Netflix Geek Week. They just released a whole bunch of stuff this past week. And all new things that are just going to be coming in. I guess what next year or stuff like that. Did you see that they're recreating an Archie show? But it's they're Indian people. Yes. Yeah. You saw I actually bought the trade comic that it's based on. Oh really? Yeah. It's well, it's called Archie in India, but I think that's what the, it's like a musical, and it's kind of um, they got some Bollywood set pieces, Bollywood like dance and song and dance set pieces. Hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh. I don't. I haven't heard any reviews or anything, but. Have you watched any other Bollywood movies or the like? I no. I saw uh, no. I have not. I saw Slumdog Millionaire, <laughs> and there's a Bollywood moment oh, at the end. An Americanized Bollywood, <laughs> yeah, British. Right. Uh, no, I um the one that was really popular, RRR. I heard that was really good, but I haven't watched. Is it? I heard it's long. It is very long. It's like three hours. That's what's turning something. me away from. It was very interesting. Yeah. I heard it was good. It's Netflix, right? Yeah. Yeah. I might oh, watch it sometime. It was available there. At least when I watched it, it was available on Netflix. Yeah. Let's go ahead. Um, Ray Stevenson in there. I didn't even realize. Oh. Ray Stevenson, um, actor that was in Ahsoka. And I say was because unfortunately he passed away. So 
<sighs> and other things, right? Not just Ahsoka. What was that? Oh, yeah, but I mean recently. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I know that but name. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's been in some other Marvel movies. He's like been other characters. I first recognized him or know him from when he was in the Daredevil. Uh, not Daredevil. <laughs> no, uh, The Punisher. Punisher Warzone, I think. I didn't watch any of the Punisher movies. Oh, my gosh. I watched all of them. Like Punisher, Dolph Lundgren. I saw Punisher, that one. Yeah, Punisher yeah. <laughs> with um, uh, Thomas Jane. No, I didn't watch it. Punisher, the TV show. He was also another Punisher. But um, on that movie, it was pretty gruesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, they all kind of are. <laughs> it's Punisher. Yeah, so. The theme of Punisher. How yeah. do you make that PG-13? Oh, yeah. Well, you put Dolph Lundgren in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he was also Masters of the Universe. Yeah, I remember right. that one, too. It's a, it's quite a movie. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's weird. Oh, my gosh. And now they're all coming back. But anyways, <laughs> um, I was talking about Loki. We just had a series finale. I highly encourage you guys to watch it if you haven't already. This is almost... Not, no, I'm going to say it is peak Marvel. It's the story. best Marvel thing ever. Yeah. It, at least it shows as you as far as it goes. Um, yeah, I rank this as top show of any DC. I mean, not <laughs> even the movie. So better than any Iron Marvel, Man? Marvel Disney Plus show offering. Oh, yes. But not the highest I, bar. Actually, you know what? <laughs> if I could even compete. It could compete with the movies because it's a hell of a lot better than Ant-Man Quantumania. It was a hell of a lot better than Thor, Love and Thunder. Um, and some I even say it, it's got a better story than the Marvels, which we're going to be talking about today. <laughs> so Those weren't good movies, though, the Thor, Love and Thunder. And You're saying it was a good movie or not a good movie? Those weren't very good MC movies. Did you watch it? Both of them, yeah. Okay. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, not Quantumania. I saw Thor, Love and Thunder. Okay. Yeah. Did you like Thor, Love and Thunder? No. Oh, okay. I thought it was okay, kind of little over the top with the comedy or to, uh, self indulgent. The, the director uh, kind of like they didn't rein him in. <laughs> you like the screaming goats? Oh, that's right, that was in there. <laughs> I actually, um, I kept that as a ringtone for like my. <laughs> I forgot that was. Yeah. yeah, I think I still have it. But anyways. Uh, yeah, so Loki series, I'd say it's way, way up there as far as storytelling. And with the, the implications that it has for the finale, I mean, it just kind of blows the whole multiverse story. Like, I don't know, mind-blowing, that's all I could say. Um, without having to really relate to the movies, the writers of the Loki show just totally made it so it, it becomes like a viable thing that they can use. Honestly, Loki can come back in some way or form. Even though the finale kind of made it seem like it, that was the end of his story and the end of this character of Loki, but I think there's more because I know he died in, in what Endgame? Didn't that in the beginning of Infinity War? Right. Okay, one of those I forgot which one, but anyways, died right in the beginning. So that version of Loki, the one that we've known throughout time, is all gone. Then the new version, which is apparently a variant in the Loki series, but. He still goes through the same kind of character development, transformation from like how he used to be to like his arc. Yeah. Like his, his character arc, you know, he used to be this guy that was just all about himself and just like wanting power or wanting to be the ruler, the king having a throne to becoming selfless at the end of the Loki season finale. Oh, he becomes a good guy. 
In a way, yes, mm-hmm. arguably. Well, that, that, this version in the uh, Loki series, he, he he didn't see his mom d- die from like the uh, Thor. Not in person, but um, in the TVA, it, the place where he ends up at, they show a kind of like video summary of his life. This is a Loki variant that was from the first Avengers movie when he gets captured at the end, and the Avengers right. are gonna right. give him back to Thor. So he hasn't experienced all those things that happen afterwards. Right. But then this variant gets to see all that in like kind of a kind of movie film strip, like his life flash before his eyes. He sees all the alternate versions of Loki's lives. Not the alternate, but basically what happened in the MCU version. Okay. The, you know, our MCU six one six version of yeah. what what we've grown all grown to see throughout all the different movies and stuff. He's not exactly fully there to be the same thing, but throughout the show he ends up being like the same version. Uh, well, oh, that's two seasons. That's a lot of TV. So <laughs> a lot of great TV. You have to start from episode one, like season one, episode one. I mean, it would help because even the writers and directors themselves, they said this, they've always planned it as a two season arc. Okay. Part one, season one, that's book one. Part two, season two, you know, obviously part two, and that's the end. So you got the beginning and you got the end. So they've always planned it that way. Uh, okay. It would just have to be like a long holiday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which is coming up. So, oh, okay. We'll yeah, see. Yeah. We'll see. Just ask your wife about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got that out of the way. I think we're ready to move on to our main topic. So Marky, the Marvels, you're the one that recently saw it compared to us two, at least. And I guess we just want to, Here's some of your take. I mean, actually, what's a brief rundown? Can you guys want to give a brief rundown about the Marvels? Oh, man. It's kind of fuzzy in my head. It's We're recording on a Wednesday. I saw it on a Friday. I saw it yesterday, but it's... <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I fell in and out of, out of sleep. Oh, man. I, I watched it right yeah. after work. So yeah. I'll say, oh, that alludes to how he thought of it. <laughs> Maybe there will be some discourse here. Okay. Well, uh, let's just start off with spoilers warning, obviously, for the whole movie, because we, we've all seen it. And if you haven't seen it, um, stop now, like the video first, watch the movie, come back, <laughs> listen, and go. So, overall thoughts, I mean, we don't have to summarize it. We're going to assume everybody watched it, and we're just going to share our thoughts, feelings about it. Maybe we can just read the IMDb summary real quick. Okay. Afterward. Oh, afterwards. Okay. Well, oh, <laughs> yeah. overall, um, well, I, I saw it in 3D, and um, I, I thought it was for the effects that were in the movie. I thought, I thought it was, uh, I thought that p- part of it was entertaining. That the the movie itself was pretty boring. <laughs> so uh, the story, the, the f- oh wait, hold on, boring in what sense? Because I thought it was pretty fast paced, but you said. You thought the story was boring? Yeah, I, w- I mean, I was falling in and out of sleep. There was there wasn't enough to keep me awake, oh. as far as that is concerned. Oh, there, the the antagonist was very forgettable. She was just a, uh, another oh, a weaker version. Darben, Darben, yeah, yes. Darben. <laughs> she was a uh, yeah. She she was just another uh, Ronan the Accuser, but way way budget version of her. <laughs> and then, um, I don't know if that was the same weapon that uh, he had. I think so, yes. It was like some uh, universal, universal weapon. weapon. Yeah, yes. that was it. Um, and she was just doing it because as a revenge, she was like, I, I guess, getting all the resources from other planets. 
she just wanted the other uh i don't know it was, it was just another like uh the cuff that miss marvel had in hers she had she she actually was trying to collect both of them but she was able to acquire one of them quantum bands yeah um other than that it's, it's pretty generic for what she wanted it wasn't like any like well thought out like villain or anything like that um and yeah as far as as far as that's you have any positives po- positives <laughs> uh i thought th- i thought the group worked together pretty well um it, it, they showed they showed miss marvel's uh she she's a big fan of captain marvel obviously mm-hmm. and and sure. they showed they showed uh i guess the, the flaws or um how she thought captain marvel was she thought she was just this perfect like like captain america type figure that was like always that just wanted to do the right thing all the time uh whereas they as in like saving people's lives they couldn't save everyone's lives in on that planet you're talking and about the uh the scrolls the right? scrolls right yeah the scrolls so, that are on planet tarksan yeah so as, as far as like character development on on, on miss marvel's part i thought that was uh that was our a very good positive for her um seeing how her her hero you know didn't live up to every expectation i mean i thought that was okay and, and then monica rambo she was she was pretty forgettable to me too um, it was a good connection to see them back together captain marvel and monica rambo but then you haven't seen wandavision have you I haven't, and I feel like most people that were watching this movie probably aren't going to see that either. Yeah. I haven't seen it either. Yeah. We'll touch on that a little bit later, but I was just curious. I also didn't see WandaVision. WandaVision. Okay. You want to share, Raymond? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I like this movie overall. It's more more, more good than bad. Uh, it's, it's fun. It's fast. I think it's like the shortest MCU movie yeah. out of all of them. Shortest run Hour 45 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a benefit to this movie that's for having positive. such a weak plot and a generic bad guy. <laughs> the fact that they just gloss over any uh, like any dramatic scene is quickly glossed over. Like any moments of seriousness, is, they don't even take the like a what I have here like an emotional beat. Hmm. They just rushed through it and uh, kind of kept it light and uh, lighthearted. Mm-hmm. It kind of fits the what I consider like kind of the Marvel formula. Like, kind of, all MCU movies have kind of the same feel, same tone, and it just kind of, kind of follows that that pattern. Yeah, it kind of li- lies in or leans into their more comedic side, right, or more lighthearted yeah. side. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you know, Marvel. I think they're known for whenever things get serious, they have to break it with like a quip or something witty to break the drama. They don't want to linger on these sad moments for too long. I think the Marvels does that. I think I heard, I read this is like the thirty third MCU movie, so like this would be like in my top sixteen. <laughs> it's like it's like average plus average one. plus one. <laughs> so I, yeah, I lean positive for this overall. Okay, and I guess I can go with what I thought. I guess uh, there's no some, one else. Was that there's no one else? <laughs> the last one. Oh yeah. Oh, uh. <laughs> no, uh, I guess for me generally positive uh i mean i could start with some negatives yes i thought the uh main antagonist darben uh pretty weak there was really not much to her she's basically a, a mini ronin the accuser you know she's uh the b-grade ronin accuser the motivation doesn't really seem to be there and we're told the motivation you know she wants to fix hala her home planet she wants to do right by her people uh, but when she was given the circumstances to do that, 
to do some of those things, she still had a vengeful, you know, she, she still wanted to enact revenge on Captain Marvel, or at least anyone that was with her. Because just the mere fact, like, in the beginning when she was with uh, talking with the Skrulls and her Darben and Skrull people on the Tarkson planet, they were like, okay, hey, let's talk about having a peace treaty or whatever. We, we get it. We know what it's like being refugees on the planet. But then as soon as Captain Marvel shows up, she's all like, oh, hell no. I'm going to doom you people to hell. You know, <laughs> And that's mm-hmm. when she used the power of the, of the what's it called, the, the quantum band and uh, universal weapon in order to open up that jump portal, whatever. I didn't get it at first. I was like, why? What the hell's going on? I, I, I knew stuff was getting sucked up into the portal. Did you guys understand the portal in the beginning? Like what it was doing? Eventually, I get what was going on. Yeah. You yeah. saw it transferring to the other planet. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw stuff sucking up into the planet, but I thought it was more of like, okay, it's just being, the planet was getting destroyed or something. That's that's my original thought. I didn't mm. really get that. It was like, oh, you know, the air was getting sucked out so that it could be sent to Hala, the planet. Mm. That that didn't click to me until like later on in the movie. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Dark Ben. I mean, I had hoped that they could have done a little bit more with her character. I mean, explain more or just... I don't know, because it kind of falls into the whole, you know, Marvel has a weak villain kind of <laughs> trope throughout all the different movies and shows. Because, like, yeah, you could say, um, only, what's that? Go ahead. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Like, the only good ones was basically Loki and Thanos. Thanos. I mean, you could kind of argue a little bit for um, Killmonger for Black Panther, but then he only exists for one movie and then he's dead. <laughs> you um, know? Baron Nemo? I mean, you yeah. take take on all the Avengers or something like that. Yeah. Oh, from Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that was kind of a cool. Yeah. That's cool, but that's more like trickery. It wasn't like a. Yeah. I yeah. guess it was only Thanos, really. Yeah. He wasn't like you know this huge threat that's going to really challenge the whole. Yeah. You know, Avengers team or whatever, or a character in the team. Yeah. Uh, that, that's what I mean. You know, like. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, there's more we could talk about, but that, that's pretty much it. For at least the weak villain, weak antagonist. Well, I mean, if they went into more, into if they went more into her background, we'd have a longer movie. I I, I really think the length of this movie really is a positive because I know there's a lot of flaws with it, mm-hmm. and the fact that it's so short, it's kind of like a, like a quick ride, I guess, is a, a way to look at it. So it's like. Hey, um, we know this movie sucks, but um, hey, just bear with us for like an hour and a half and you'll be over it. Uh, kind of. <laughs> I mean, it, you could tell that when we talked earlier about this production was a mess. Mm-hmm. You can tell in the beginning, like, it, it felt kind of kind of messy, right? Like the, even the editing scene weird. Like, you, like the, the scenes felt kind of scrambled in the beginning. Like it was kind of trying to find its footing. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have the same feeling? Like Which part in the beginning do you mean? Like we're, we're like on... S- Sam, uh, Nick Fury is like oh Saber Space Station. Yeah, and or then the, the, they have um, they're switching places. And are you talking about the switching? That I love that stuff. No, no, that's fine. But mm-hmm. like, like we don't know where people qu- like quite are. We're kind of mixes. Monica Rambo is kind of in the space station with them. We don't see mm-hmm. where they switch out. Or I feel like there's a lot of story that they cut out to. F- to kind of shorten this movie, yeah, yeah, they just talked about it really quick, yeah, and they, yeah, they explain they they really gloss over it really quick about oh our powers they make a switch, yeah, 
they, they wanted to get this like this movie going. I think that's that works in its favor. Me too. I hear you. It didn't um, drag or anything like that. Yeah, I didn't, no, it definitely didn't drag. It could have dragged if this movie was like a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I get what you're saying about that. Um, I guess in a different way, you had to think about okay in the context of the movie, all that power switching and not knowing what's going on. That's kind of part of the the crazy hecticness of like the beginning switching when they didn't understand it themselves. So it's not like they can explain it. But I guess for us as an audience watching this, we, we kind of needed to understand it a little bit more and not just like, what the hell? you know? <laughs> because later on, you, you that's when they tell you the explanation. Oh, it's whenever they use the powers at the same time, do they switch? Yeah. So that's why it wasn't always happening when they were just using their powers. Someone else also had to be using their powers in order for them to switch. I, I think in a if this were a two and a half hour epic, <laughs> uh, they would probably take more time fleshing that out because they kind of figured mm-hmm. it out pretty quick. Yeah, and um, I don't know. That's good or bad depending how you feel about this movie. Yeah, uh, I do want to touch on. I, I rev- we talked about Captain Marvel like not last recording maybe. Two recordings, two or ago? three recordings yeah, ago. Yeah, I couldn't quite find the word because I mentioned levity, right? Like mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, she's dull and boring. Yeah, in stoic. in that movie. Yeah, but she needed uh, a character to bounce off of. What I meant to say, uh, she needed a foil, which is like a, another character that brings out your characteristics. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Nick Fury was the guy. Like I think he needs a foil. <laughs> like they're too similar. Like he can't be the the guy who brings the levity. Hmm. In this movie, I thought Miss um, Marvel and is it Rambo? What was her name? Monica Rambo. She doesn't have a superhero name. Not yet. What I is mean, it actually? Um, is there actually one Spectre? No. It's they have a couple choices. There's going to be Spectrum, Photon. That's like um, one of the names like Miss Marvel yeah. throwing out, right? Yeah, for her, for Monica Rambo. But I, well, you could see like they they brought out more character out of Captain Marvel. And I think the writer or director knew that Fury and Captain Marvel don't have chemistry because they're not even in many scenes together. They're all, they're all kind of Nick Fury's in his own like thing with uh, Miss Marvel's like family. He's with the cat in the space station, and Captain Marvel's over here with Miss um, Marvel and Monica. Yeah, but I mean, Nick Fury isn't really supposed to be like a main character in this show, or even someone that she's really going to rely on. Because the story really focused on just the three girls. You know? that, that's why that, I said the yeah. the writer director they knew that you know we can't have a Captain Marvel sequel with just her and Nick Fury again. Uh-huh. I don't think they worked together that first movie. Mm-hmm. Like worked well. Like uh, their chemistry, I don't think worked well. well but that's guys- why they kept them separated. <laughs> In their very um, normal nature, you know, Nick Fury is a serious guy. You know, he's, yeah, he was like the Shield director or whatever. You know, yeah. he was top shield agent and then you have captain marvel from the first captain marvel movie who she was just so like you know personality is as great as a cardboard you know yeah so um so I, I get what you're saying there it's just like two similar like just flat personalities or strong personalities yeah they, they, they couldn't do it again yeah. in the sequel so they i think miss marvel was much better for her and mm-hmm. and, and monica and and like her her mom miss marvel's mom and, and nick fury like that's a good <laughs> Like that's enough. There's there's enough chemistry there to keep us engaged. Mm. And and the cat, the cats, the cat, the flurkins. Yep, the flurkins. Yeah. Oh yeah, goose. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
I think that fixed a lot of things that you had gripes about in the first Captain Marvel movie. You know, there yeah. was there wasn't enough comedy or yeah, yeah. And then this movie, they like tried to overcorrect. I think in a way because you got Kamal's family, you got the flirting, and you even got Nick Fury blasting out jokes out there. <laughs> so, yeah, I agree with what you're saying. I mean, Captain Marvel, my opinion at least, she had a little bit more character kind of <laughs> in in this movie. You saw a little bit more, but she was still like cold stone, you know, flat faced for the most part. Mm. Things that I could think about is like, okay, things that really pop out in my mind was when she had to be serious with Kamala when they couldn't save all the scrolls on that planet. So yeah. she was just being stern. And then the whole scene when they're all like, okay, she apologized. And then they're all trying to like work their switching powers, you know? Yeah, the little montage yeah, for yeah. like jump rope and mm-hmm. juggling. Yeah. That was fun. So, yeah, that part. Um, another thing that popped up to me is the moment when Valkyrie showed up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, something insinuating there. Another gay moment, quote unquote. <laughs> oh, I didn't pick up on that. You didn't pick up on that? Because she's wearing a suit? No, not not <laughs> on that. Because, okay, how's Captain Marvel normally, like, before that happened? Like, well, uh, Was it before or after the montage? Was it before, right before? Yeah. Before they were jump roping? Yeah. But how is she normally? You know, just like stone faced, stone faced, yeah. right. morose. Yeah, <laughs> just like no emotion. You know, like yeah. people say that she's just flat. But then once Valkyrie comes, like her in, eyes lit up yeah, or like, something. Oh, you know, they jump in, they embrace, they hug, they're holding hands. Valkyrie gives her a kiss on the cheek. You know, oh, I didn't catch that. You didn't see all yeah, that? No. Oh, yeah. There's all that. And I like, caught Valkyrie say, "You have a team now." That's mm, what she yeah, said. I yeah. remember that. And then Captain Marvel had a like little smile, little smirk. Well, not yeah. smirk. It was more of a smile, an actual smile. So then it was kind of insinuating, you know, when she called a friend, and it happened to be Valkyrie, yeah. and she's giving giving her a favor, and they embrace like that. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, I didn't make that connection. Yeah. yeah. I thought you would, you know, all your... Well, I mean, in Captain Marvel, <laughs> there's some long stares. And <laughs> yeah. Especially all the things that you talked about from the first Captain Marvel movie. Yeah. Yeah. I That's thought that with, there, there was something there. With yeah, with the Maria movie. Rambo. Yeah. Maria, yeah. Ah. Yeah. I know. Monica's mom. But even with that, she was still kind of she's still kind of boring. Yeah, <laughs> which which makes me think of a Silver Surfer movie wouldn't work well either because he's really serious. <laughs> he needs a yeah. foil like Thanos. <laughs> That's a whole other thing. But no, with, with someone like with her character, you have to kind of show like a different personality or a different side. Or like Raymond said, you need that foil or you need that other personalities. For me, I think. Um, I think of an example. Yeah, like the, uh, what the other characters bring. Oh. So, Captain Marvel, flat character. And then, what do you guys think about the other two? Monica oh. Rambeau was kind of kind of flat too, maybe. You thought so? Yeah, I thought she was. I thought she was fine. Yeah, I mean, to me, she represented like the brains. She was the one that like. Um, well, she spent a lot of time. I get that. There's a kind of there's kind of a lack of development in her character. She spent mm-hmm. a lot of time trying to make sense of where she was. Mm-hmm. Like oh man, I'm I'm in, I'm in outer space. You know, she, like she's still kind of getting used to like her surroundings. Oh yeah, I take it back. Like she was pretty. Um, she she definitely um showed showed out when she um was trying to fly for the first time to catch Kamala <laughs> oh, out, yeah, out right. from the sky. Yeah, so she did. She did. When Nick Fury said, yeah, she "Let's said, go, oh, black girl magic." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. Yeah, me too. So. <laughs> yeah, and then um yeah, so she had to kind of think on the spot how is she gonna fly how is she gonna use her powers to fly when she's never done it before so a lot of things are happening 
for Monica for the first time. And like she explained it, hey, I did a whole bunch of things that I never knew I could do this past week. And then, right? Play them at the end. Yeah. Yeah. For for Monica. So then I think it was just more of like she was also discovering herself. So that's why it probably didn't come off as like she knew everything or her character seemed well developed because she was kind of discovering herself, her powers also, and like just being confused at the same time, like how we are confused about her. And I think that kind of probably maybe rubbed off on us as like, okay, we don't really know what to do with her besides <laughs> have her in there. I don't know. So yeah, I, I, another part with um, the three characters, they caught us, they caught the audience up pretty quick because they had to use the, um, they used a psychic link with, with the, I think it was scroll technology or some sort of, I think Cree, Cree tech, Cree, Cree torture, torture device. <laughs> well, they all put it on and then they could all see each other's like thoughts and hit like, uh, past history. Oh yeah, all their memories. Right, yeah. all their memories, mm-hmm. and I thought that was cool. Where, yeah, you can get the audience caught up with uh, everything to bring them up to par. That's also an example of like a like a serious moment that was quickly like brushed away because Monica didn't want to see anymore, mm-hmm. and but I guess um, Captain Marvel couldn't control how much she could, how much uh, how much was being seen or whatever. And then when they took it off, it was like a serious moment, but then. Whether they hugged it out, like Miss Marvel just gave her a hug, and then they kind of grouped hugged. And I thought, for this movie, that's fine. Let's move along. <laughs> it, it was like looking at someone's like browsing history on the browser, <laughs> yeah. and someone saying, "Stop! Don't Stop. do it!" <laughs> and then they kept scrolling down. Clear. That's yeah. my mom. History. Clear history. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I kind of get that. I mean, I forgot what happened immediately right after that moment. Yeah. As, um. But regardless, I think they kind of handled that whole situation with Monica still, you know, feeling, I guess, basically abandoned by Captain Marvel. Like, they didn't really have Monica express it enough, I'd say. Because we're left, you know, she kind of, it's like tossing, turning and how she feels about it. Yeah. And then we didn't really get a good gauge on, like, how, how is it? Or, and... On top of that, we didn't really get a good resolution to it besides, oh, they got over it, you know? Or- yeah, and I, I think, I don't know, for some reason, I kind of don't want to delve into it. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just move the plot along. And- so you but- thought that was pretty smart of them to do that? Uh, yeah, because I think the focus of this was for the more lighthearted moments. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go to the planet of singing people. <laughs> a lot, <huh? laughs> Is that what's yeah. it called? It's called Aladna. Planet Aladna. Sounds like Aladdin. <laughs> That's intentional. I forgot what they were saying before. I, I almost thought I heard something else until I saw the planet name. Yeah. The and, singing planet. Yeah. I, I, I know that, that scene's probably divisive, but I thought the scene was a lot of fun. Like, And I, I wish that movie was more adventurous. Like, I wish they went to more worlds. Like, following, like, wherever this person was going to strike next, this Darben. But she only attacked two two planets, and then we went back to... So kind of make it like Guardians of the Galaxy, where they just jump everywhere. Yeah, with with those three, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of get you. I mean, it was kind of crossing the line. It's like, okay, it is a space based movie, so you know they have that capability instead of just being Earthbound. Yeah, but then I think that would be a little bit too much, and it would cause for an even longer movie. That oh yeah, I know yeah, right yeah. Uh, the the whole planet Aladna, the whole singing planet, that that didn't do it for me, man. I just couldn't. I mean, I just accepted it, but I think that I thought that was like the weakest way to 
I don't know if they're just trying to have something relatable so they can have that Korean actor in there. You know, the guy who played Prince Yeon. Yeah. Um, I think he's just an actor. He's not, he's not a K-pop singer. Is he? I don't know. What he, I he's, don't know. His. He's from um, that movie that won the Oscar. Parasite? Is he from Parasite? He's from Parasite. Oh, wow. Maybe he's a K-pop singer, but uh, he's an actor, too. I think I heard, yeah. I know he's a popular actor yeah. in Korea, so... I, uh, I think that's just the. I think that's the best part of the movie because I thought, like, this is the movie being silly and taking not taking itself seriously, <laughs> and this I think it does show the most, uh, character. It does show Captain Marvel differently, like this is her, her chance to be, um, more relatable because mm-hmm. she's so. Uh, She's she's like the least stone faced in this moment. <laughs> oh, she oh yeah, right. Yeah. She puts on the dress. She's like, yeah. oh, by the way, I'm married to this guy. She has for her legal reasons. <laughs> the Sailor Moon like sparkle in yeah. her. I wish she was communicating <laughs> to him by song. I don't know if she was. Yeah, or she not. was during the whole dancing routine. Right, she, she was, was singing. She was like, then, yeah. then they changed to was attacking or I don't know. Just yeah. me trying to sing. <laughs> I thought that was, um, but then they, she started speaking. Yeah, I wish they could have kept going. <laughs> Like think, sing this whole thing and <laughs> no that that was good enough for me that enough already had enough of them singing the whole time they're walking through that village or entryway yeah so she stops singing and then he stops singing and then they explain like oh I'm multilingual he's, he's bilingual bilingual <laughs> yeah yeah uh, I just remember seeing Monica with two cups or two glasses of drinks in her hands ah oh, she's double fisting I want to do that right now that's right they were both. Uh, drinking and they were like interrupted or something no just while they were watching her yeah dance and stuff <laughs> <laughs> that whole whatever no, and just their reaction like what the hell is going on mm-hmm. yeah that yeah i don't know that that whole planet i get it but then again i don't agree with it so <laughs> take that as you will i don't know if there's any other way they could have done it I'm, i mean sure they could but would it have been more meaningful could it have been more impactful i don't know or was this their resolution to make it more lighthearted and funny and, you know, kind of fun, I guess, enjoyable? Well, I, th- I think it's as weird as any of the weird places that the Guardians visited, right? Or like, Thor, yeah. Or Thor, right? Mm-hmm. They, they have a tree that says, I am Groot, and that's all he says. And that's that's just as silly, I think, <laughs> as a planet that sings. Or know, Guardians man. 3, it's like a planet made of, like, flesh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, took, I think it's it's in that like realm of like weirdness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that singing that singing world. Uh, it it took me out of the movie for a little bit, but then I, it reminded me that this is Disney. Like this is very Disney. Mm-hmm. How they were singing, and I was like, oh, it's okay. I'm glad you made that point because since Captain Marvel is married to a prince, technically she's a princess, and a this Disney thing, princess. Yes, <laughs> connect the dots there. Captain Marvel is a Disney princess. Right. Yeah. Actually, I put that comment on like one of the Twitter uh, posts on online. I was like, <laughs> a couple of people were liking it. I was like, oh, yeah. Captain Marvel is a Disney princess. Unless if Prince Yon died, then I don't know if that still counts. <laughs> yeah, it probably did die. Yeah, they didn't show they, what happened to They were planet. successful in taking the water, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's not like so they stopped Darben. That's the end of the singing planet then. They didn't stop Darben from... Yeah. Oh, they did. I fell asleep around that part. I know it was like the climax of that part, but mm-hmm. yeah. I think oh, Ms. Marvel had them escape. 
Is that is that when she Captain got, Marvel's oh, like yeah, don't yeah. escape, but she, right. she made the decision to, yeah, for because, them to I don't know if dimension they hop anything. or whatever. That, yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that when Darben was able to get both of the bands? No, no not yet. okay, not yet. She got both the bands like towards the end. Of the okay. Yeah. Um, no, this is like still the first quarter, first third, something like that. Got it. No, that water seems like halfway. Is that halfway? I guess the halfway. Dang, so that planet. No, I consider a halfway point after that when, like, um, when they have to go figure out what they have to do, like, in order to. That's when they were planning on how to get the ban from Darbin. That's kind of like the halfway point for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm kind of forgetting. Yeah, <laughs> because you know they have to go through these problems that are happening, then have to figure out a, a yeah. resolution to the problem. So that's usually still in the first third, or you know, first act or second act, and then the third act is enacting that plan. I just forget what happened after the water plant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, it's been like it's been a few days. Yeah. Gotcha. I kind of want to tie this to Pluto because we talked about Pluto last week. Hmm. Remember, I, I mentioned that um, they had some heavy themes that they didn't quite explore in Pluto, and I thought that was kind of a fault of the show. There's a heavy theme here that we kind of gloss over, but you know they very dismissed it, just look past it. Actually, before you get it, um, do you remind people a theme you mean from Pluto? So it was the about uh, I can say uh, do you mean when uh, the robots pretending to be human or yeah I thought they would go deeper with uh, that the society of like robots and I, I think uh, I already forgot this show <laughs> <laughs> and I think that they reduced it to just you know sad emotions and hatred uh, and being angry yeah when i thought man they could have explored stuff like ptsd or you know suicidal ideation like stuff like that because these robots have memories of a war and they can't it doesn't fade right they made a point of that mm-hmm. i don't want to go into more of pluto because gotcha. i don't yeah. i don't really care for that show okay but, so how does it relate to marvel then uh, or the marvels so captain marvel like they don't mention that probably like millions of kree people died from what she did mm-hmm. like she caused some kind of genocide yeah but like, being marvel they're not gonna. They quickly like gloss, they gloss over, over that, right? Like she's <laughs> like a murderer, like un, un unknowingly, right? Not like a, she didn't realize what she did was so bad. She didn't straight up murder. Well, that was her guilt, right? In the movie, yeah, that was her guilt because, well, it's not directly. Well, I mean, no, she yes, she, because, she took out their son. She took out their water supply. No, no, she didn't take it out. Well, what what, what she did caused this chain reaction. Yes. So what she did from the first movie, Captain Marvel, is that she went back to destroy the supreme intelligence or whatever you call Man, it. Yeah, I, I, I forgot about an AI in that movie. Yeah, I just a, saw that movie. The AI <laughs> with um, Annette Bening as the right the physical embodiment yeah. of the AI or representation of it. So after the whole thing of Captain Marvel movie, then she went back to destroy it. You know, thinking that she would free the Kree people yeah. from from this AI that was kind of just ruling over them and lying to them about different things like her own. You know, backstory. I mean, that's why her nickname is the Annihilator. The Annihilator. It's implied that she killed a lot of people unknowingly. Like, un- yeah. like I know she didn't. Well, mean for that chain reaction. The Annihilator because she destroyed the supreme intelligence, which the, all the Kree were like relying on to govern them, basically. Yeah. And then since they didn't have it anymore, that caused a Kree civil war, which they kind of didn't really explain, but they kind of talked about it lightly. And what also they didn't explain was that Dar Ben was the one to actually. I guess take control. She became the supreme leader yeah. or whatever you call it. Like their it. planet was dying. Yeah. And then from whatever they did from the civil war caused that the the sun to to be dying. So that's what it was. Yeah, all you gotta, so, do, is, all you gotta do is fly through it and you reignite the sun. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so simple. Oh my gosh. One of my friends that he could not let that go. He's all like, Why didn't you think about it before? Why couldn't yeah. like 
Captain Marvel just do it. That was so. That's re- why this movie is short because we don't want to think about those things. Yeah, just right. like oh, okay, here's a resolution. Do it. All right. Yeah. Game let's over. Let's get out of the way. That's not the point. <laughs> yeah. The point is we beat the bad guy and they're sacrificed by Monica, right, to go on the other side of the portal or whatever. That's bet, what's important. I bet that's going to be on a. This is how it should have ended. Oh, that little <laughs> YouTube, YouTube channel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, here's, that's, that's an example of like, uh, you're not presenting, th- this is not that kind of movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> to talk about the, the people she, who died because yeah. of what she started. Nope. But in, in the case of Pluto, that's this kind of stuff they should have done. Hmm. Okay. You can be reductive in, a, in, this, in an MCU movie, <laughs> right? Because that's kind of their style, you know. That's all. That's just trying to tie it back to. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I would have been turned off more if it, it kept going back to that. Which for, one? for her like PTSD in the movie, I'll be like, oh no, oh, exactly. Who for Darben? Or? Well, which is good. Or you mean they, for Captain they, Marvel? Marvel. They, they did yeah. include that into the movie of the gotcha. Marvels. Yeah, I mean, all they had to do was like, I hate that name. Or yeah, yeah. if Zack <laughs> Snyder directed the Marvels, oh, it would emphasize. Yeah, that. this yeah. would be, you know, <laughs> this would be Pluto because I don't think Zack Snyder. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it just they explained enough to just gloss over it and for the purpose of the movie to get it moving along. Yeah, they just wanted to get the you know the girl power trio. The, the, the genocide is not yeah. the point. The point is the chemistry, <laughs> right. and how yeah. fun, right. yeah. how fun this is. Yeah, yeah, seeing and dance, and yeah, you know. So yeah, we got that going. Yeah, so I mean, there's a lot of things that just kind of moved along really quickly. You know, like the whole relationship between Monica and Carol, Captain Marvel. You know, that kind of just kind of glossed over or wasn't really fleshed out, and then the whole thing with Dar Ben and. You know, her motivation to enact revenge or do the things that she's doing. Like, you know, she's doing it, but you don't really. We kind of know her motive. A little bit. Like what's her, her, planet, her planet was dying. So she's like, she wanted to restore it. Mm-hmm. So she she had to steal the resources. She felt that was the answer. Sure. And also there's this extreme hate for the, the annihilator, the person who was the catalyst mm-hmm. for her planet dying. Yeah. That's enough. I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Move it along. Oh, and, and that's what made the week. <laughs> Villain. I mean, the weak antagonist. There wasn't. Yeah, much no, I, I agree. I, I, she's pretty generic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. A, I, I, I don't disagree with that. Okay. Yeah. Marky, any thoughts on that? Yeah, they also used it to. Uh, they used this movie to tie in uh, alternate universe and X Men to get it into oh. X Men universe. So we talk about the. Yeah, I was going to get post, that later. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Never mind. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about the X-Men. <laughs> yeah. and, and I mean, well, I guess we might as well. We just jumped in. So, okay. We got the rest of the movie. Then you got Monica, who has to, I guess, power up into her, uh, what did you call it? What is it? Oh, someone told me like, oh, Monica, she got um, a DBZ term, Dragon Ball Z term. Oh, is Super it? Saiyan? It's, no, no, Ultra no. Instinct? Ultra Instinct. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Monica got her Ultra Instinct. You know, she turned all super powered when um, Carol, Captain Marvel and uh, Kamala both use their powers to power her up so that she can close up that. I So those bands really those bands spot. were powerful enough to punch space time. Yeah. So in order to close the space time, they had to they had to power up Monica even more. Right. Because with the spirit ball. I guess it wasn't really explained, but the quantum bands themselves, they were enough to open up portals, jump spots at least, but it wasn't powerful enough to close that um that rift. I don't know what they're calling it. I guess they're they called it a rift in space time. Right, it was opening yeah. up another world. So basically, we're kind of looking. I mean, I see see this on the internet. Uh, they call it. That's what we're going to see. The physical representation of what they kept saying is going to happen for the multiverse saga, which is the incursions, 
when two planets are starting to collide with one another. I think that's what they talked about in um, the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. When two um, realities like merge. Yeah. Okay. Remember when they had that whole um, the Illuminati? Yeah. And then they had to talk to Doctor Strange and they say, yeah, the biggest threat to this galaxy or this world is Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah. That whole thing. I forgot that movie too. And see, all in here. <laughs> nice and short, I remember. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, that was cool. Monica went all in Ultra Instinct and she got super powered up. I mean, I think it's on par or even greater than Captain Marvel. It might be like her binary mode. You know, Captain Marvel has binary mode where she can fly into the sun and restart it or yeah. jump start it again. I think that's the equivalent kind of because like she went from that ship to that jump spot like zoom. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then able to close it up with her powers. Like, look at it. I think if they did a little bit better explanation about how she sees things, like especially at that moment. I mean, I, but I guess we get it. She's there to close up the portal. Yeah, okay, that's just kind whatever. Of, <laughs> so I guess you don't need to see much. Kind of saw you. Kind of saw it coming because she said she had to close it from the inside, but she went outside the limit and then she started closing it from the outside. So you knew she was getting stuck. Mm-hmm. And then um, she said a little thing at the end. I kind of had to re-listen, and basically she said she always knew that she would have to stay, and then she just closed it up exactly, just as Captain Marvel like. No, she no. probably could have flown faster. She's like ultra powerful. Probably it was pretty <laughs> quick though. <laughs> and based on that distance, it seemed pretty far. I mean, she flew that sun in like a second. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was just sped up for for time's sake. It was already the end of the. Let's just fast forward. <laughs> right, let's move it along. <laughs> yeah, let's move it along. I mean, it's a quick movie. Okay, so now we get to that point where what Marky was talking about the whole Catman scene. Oh, <laughs> the Flurkins oh, Catman okay. musical. Are we going to get the... I thought we were going to get the, Okay. No, I'm just going to... I like that scene. That's all. Okay. <laughs> what about the Florkins? No, the scene where they have to eat, eat the people to save space. <laughs> Clap. 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 I thought that was, yeah, I thought that was oh, funny. Oh, yeah. It was uh, like played to like a Barbra Streisand song. Was it what? I didn't... I it was like a slow song playing in the background yeah. while it was happening. I'm like, just let the cats eat you. <laughs> and they're all freaking out. Yeah. That was Attention, saber personnel. Yeah. Maybe let played, the cats eat you. Yeah. You will be okay. <laughs> you see him freaking out and running yeah. and trying to escape. Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. A little lighthearted. Kamal was trying to trap everyone so they wouldn't run away. <laughs> Use a Paris block them. Oh, sorry, guys. I like, but, but Samuel Jackson and her family don't need to be. <laughs> <laughs> they get a pass. They get a pass. I'm Nick Fury. I'm not getting in there. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe a lot of them went back to work after that. I would be like, hell no. Here's my... <laughs> One they notice. That was also right. funny too when they're, when they're being spat out. Yeah. <laughs> when they all made it back to yeah. Earth. <laughs> right, you can do the post credit if you want. Um, no, go ahead. Oh, oh you brought post- it up. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's it's kind of vague, but let's see here. Okay, so I guess Monica wakes up in a hospital and she's being treated. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I guess she sees her mom. Well, what she thinks was her her mom from her era. And uh, it turns out that her, her mom. Is actually uh, saved her, but she her mom has superpowers, and she's like a superhero in this in this alternate universe. And uh, Beast comes out as the Doctor, saying that, "Oh, you're yeah, I, I don't I don't have the names or anything like that." It's Beast. No, for uh, for the actual mom, <laughs> binary. Well, okay, yeah. Binary. Oh, she's binary, and she, that's an actual hero from the comics too. All right, okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, and then you can and you can see how that. how they sped that along too. Like she saw she sees her mom alive. 
Mm-hmm. And she's crying, but she quickly recovers. Like, yeah, that's true. We don't care. We want to see you realize you're in a good X mansion. <laughs> Monica's smart. She understands what's yeah, going like, on. Oh, I, I get yeah. it now. Yeah. No need for emotions. Yep. <laughs> like, uh, she says, ah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's what she says at the end. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, that whole scene at the end when um, Monica closes up the portal and, you know, end credits, then you see her waking up and she's like, what the hell's going on? Where am I? And then I think it's more of a relief that she's alive and she's just somewhere. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she thought she made it back. And especially when she turns and then sees the woman next to her who happens to be her mom, Maria Rambo. But with a little twist, as soon as she gets up and then you see Beast, it's like, oh, crap. Okay. We know that we're in an X-Men type universe here because they don't exist in our, our known MCU universe. And also... You know, it's Beast because he also says, okay, oh, we got to go talk to Charles. Obviously, it's Charles Xavier. And then when he leaves and then Maria Rambeau takes off her little coat thing or, you know, I don't know if it was a towel, coat, whatever. And you see her in a freaking like whatever suit, superpower suit she has, Mm. basically. And also she had bangles, too. I don't know if they're the quantum bands. They probably were. She had gold quantum bands. And then um, I remember Beast calling her binary. Binary is basically what Maria Rambo's, I guess, her superhero name in that universe. Yeah. It's also the mode that Captain Marvel in our universe gets into when she's all Super Saiyan. That's binary mode. I didn't know that. So I don't know if it alludes to that this version, you know, Maria Rambo superhero version is like even more powerful. She's like the Captain Marvel of their yeah. universe. But basically it's just that. And also because, you know, she's like, who are you to Monica? So obviously she never, she doesn't have a kid or she doesn't have Monica as her kid. So whole yeah. different world. And then Monica's like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> so yeah. I think, you know, that quick realization. Were you guys pretty hyped about that scene? No, not really. <laughs> no, I kind of was. I mean, I was kind of, I saw some spoilers online. Mostly that she that saw scene, her mom. That scene was spoiled for me on the internet. Oh, you got spoiled on it? <laughs> That's why you were Yeah, I thought it was a trailer. Or a teaser. Oh, no. <laughs> or someone lied to me on Reddit. <laughs> right. Or lied to whoever. I mean, I, I, f- I felt for Monica because she was totally far away from home. Yeah. yeah but You know, I, th- I thought that was really good acting for her because she was like, mom. You know, she had yeah. like all that emotion spent up because, you know, she didn't even see her mom die because, oh, wait, you guys didn't see WandaVision. No, did they show it in, um, where did they show it? In WandaVision, Monica wakes up. She was blipped. So she was gone for five years. Oh, they, and, they talked about it. Yeah. They yeah. talked about it in the Marvel's movie, right? Yeah. They showed it. Oh, yeah. During the whole like Cree, like brain thing. Browser history. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, her mom died. Maria died during that time. And so in WandaVision, you see that unfold when she undusts, you know, she comes back and then she's like frantic looking for her mom, but her mom's gone because obviously, you know, she passed away during the blip and then Monica blipped, but came back. And so she lost that whole thing. So for her to wake up, and see her mom again, you know, like, holy crap, you know. Yeah, but only for a few seconds. Yeah. And it's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> But for that moment in time, yeah. there's a lot of emotion there. So yeah. a lot more than we saw, like, during the rest of the, <laughs> the movie, I'd say. Yeah, like I said, we don't want to dwell on those kinds of things yeah. for this kind of movie. It'll just take away from the tone, from the, the tone mm-hmm. I guess. But then uh, in response to your, if I'm hyped, Hell yeah, I'm hyped. Like, I didn't expect to see any X-Men characters that soon. I mean, aside from Professor X from the Multiverse of Madness 
you know, that was like, okay, whatever. Or I mean, Reed Richards too, Fantastic Four, John Krasinski version. I don't know if we're gonna see Professor X. Patrick Stewart is so old. He is. <laughs> It'll be a different actor if they do. Oh, right. Yeah. They could do the other Professor X. Oh yeah, the that's crappy right. lesser X Men. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What's his name? Oh, I don't remember. He's in that Shyamalan movie, <laughs> Glass. <laughs> Oh, yeah. He plays the, the monster guy. Yeah. He's like a beast. Beast. Yeah. He goes beast mode. Um, James McAvoy. McAvoy. There we go. Yeah. I know he'd come up there. He's also kind of old, too. <laughs> I mean, sort of. Can you imagine that's like the Professor X? How let down it would be? He's like, oh. Come on, Patrick Stewart. Stay alive. <laughs> I need him. I need him as Professor X as long as he can. Just oh, put know. him in Deadpool. Yeah, he That'd had a good pretty fit. honorable death in uh, Logan. Right. Yeah. And resurrected for Doctor Strange. Just kidding. Different. Variant. Oh, right. Yeah. So he, he already <laughs> showed up again. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. He showed up again. Uh, he's mentioned here in this movie. And I'm sure they're going to have him in the future as long as he stays alive. <laughs> so, you know, fingers I crossed. Mean, all those actors are old. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think Hugh Jackman's going to come back as Wolverine. I mean, he'll be in Deadpool. <laughs> I was like, I was but I feel like there for a while. I was like, you don't know what's going on. I mean, on. he said he's going to retire his character after Logan. That's not then true. He uh, he Obviously. didn't realize. Um, I read somewhere he, he didn't realize that um, Ryan Reynolds wanted him in Deadpool, so he kind of changed his mind. Oh no, he knew he wanted him. He just didn't find the right way or right timing, or didn't have enough uh, what's it called motivation to until after. MCU Marvel got the rights back, right? And then it all just kind of unfolded. We're like, okay, we can explain it because this could be another version, another variant of Wolverine and not the same one from Logan. Oh, I mean, even without MCU, I, I wouldn't care if he was in Deadpool and they explained it away in a stupid way. <laughs> it could be the same one. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I don't care if he died in Logan and they brought him back. <laughs> uh, some people might have, like, because it was just such the perfect ending. We don't need continuity. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the other thing. Yeah, I thought Logan ended. Perfectly, yeah, that, that character. Awesome. Just perfect. Perfect ending for him. Perfect ending for Professor X. All that kind of stuff. Well, he was stabbed in his bed, right? Who was? <laughs> Professor X. Is that what happened? Oh, oh yeah. Was, from the other Wolverine. The other Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> but whatever. Still. Yeah. I'm hyped because I'm I'm thinking they're going to try to push along the X-Men a lot sooner than later. There's nothing announced. I think 2025 sure is not announced. locked down. Yeah. Okay. With all things. Okay. They cleared out the slate for 2024. It's only Deadpool 3, yeah. right? And then everything else got pushed back to 2025. It's like that four means, movies, I think. Yeah, they're formulating plans. They're formulating all these things. There's so much going on. I mean, it's crazy because if you also listen to what's going on in Marvel News, the guy that was writing the Kang Dynasty, Avengers Kang Dynasty, mm-hmm. he's no longer writing the project. Uh, Jeff Loveness. I heard rumors was, they were going with Doctor Doom to continue on. Yeah, That's a possible rumor. But second thing, uh, Daniel Destin Cretton, who's the guy, the director for Shang-Chi, he also stepped down from the role as director for Avengers Kang Dynasty. That was just announced today. So it's looking like it might be the doom. Or there's a huge major rewrite that's going to happen. Yeah, they're rethinking everything because of the box office numbers Mm -hmm. for the previous movies. Yeah. But I think all those guys, I mean, Destin, Daniel Cretton, he's still going to do other stuff. I thought because the actor... Kang was like beating his wife or something. Oh, yeah. I guess that's, it was clear. that's another thing. Yeah. I think the one thing that they had to rethink everything is because, yeah, the whole issues with um, Jonathan Majors. Yeah. His whole, you know, abuse situation. Yeah. It's going to trial. 
they don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, if if he goes to jail, <laughs> you know, there's no it's just, there's no way he can act. It's, in the still, it's still bad PR. Like he's yeah. still accused of something yeah. pretty horrible. It's, yeah, especially <laughs> if it's something like that. Yeah. And you want him in a Disney movie? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, you know, this guy supposedly beat his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend and Oh, that's okay. Let's just let him in the movie anyways and let kids watch him and you know, <laughs> say it's okay. <laughs> I like that actor. Yeah. Let's see. I never seen him. I like him too. I watched him. Uh, Creed. Is that Creed? Creed? Is that yeah. where you first saw him? No. He's in Creed 3. Yeah. I never saw it. I didn't see it. I saw parts of it. I never watched it entirely. But um, I just. I wa- go ahead. I watched him in. There was a show that he was on, um, a miniseries. It was Lovecraft Country. I think is it HBO. I think it might be an HBO, so you might be able to watch it if you want. Oh, I see. Lovecraft <laughs> Country. It's very rated R, though. I'll just oh, okay. Forewarn you, but I thought he was awesome in that in that show. In that series. Yeah. That's where I first saw him. And I was like, oh man, this guy's really talented. I think I saw him on a talk show like Jimmy Kimmel or something. It's <laughs> <laughs> promoting Ant Man. Yeah. I think he was in other stuff. I don't remember, but that was that was my first glimpse of him, like in an acting role. Yeah. At least, at least for me. I thought, oh man, this guy's pretty awesome. Unfortunately, all the things that's happening in in real life, it's just sucks. So I see why Marvel is possibly shifting. Yes, the box office numbers, which if we looked at the Marvels, actually a couple things uh, I want to talk about. The Marvels, Raymond. I wish I bet you. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was wrong there. Uh, that's all right. Was just, <laughs> we made this prediction. Okay, so. I think it's before we even watched the movie, right? Like, or yeah, was yeah. after? Before, before the movie. Came before out. the movie, yeah. yeah. Okay, so critic scores for the Marvels was kind of like covering around 40, 50, or maybe it got to 60. I don't remember. I don't know any reviews were out yet. Were okay. They? Maybe some early reviews. Or maybe it might have been early or before. Like, yeah. there wasn't hardly any. And then he's all like, yeah, it's, it's going to tank and audience score is going to tank too. Then I'm like, oh, no. I think uh, audience score is going to yeah. be higher than critic scores. And then, sure enough, I think right now it's what? 60 something for critics and 80% for audience. Yeah. Or around there, something around there. I thought the the toxicity surrounding uh, a movie with starring three women would tank the audience score. <laughs> nah. Yeah. That's only for stuff like She-Hulk. I think in a way it kind of is because I mean box office numbers kind of prove that it's not it didn't really perform well in its opening weekend. Which one? The Marvels. Oh. Yeah, it's only around what 40, 40 million. Yeah, it's total fatigue. Ooh, this can be a topic for a later discussion. I hear. Are you guys taking bets <laughs> on that too? No. <laughs> there's well, one I mean, bet they, I want to take. They cleared the slate for t- for next year, so yeah, there's a reason. I think they want to let this take a take a breather and recalibrate or something. So you think does a ratings matter for the box office, like, or do you think something else going? Yeah, well, you said fatigue. Yeah, so. yeah, it's total fatigue. I, I don't think, I think, I don't think a lot of people watch the TV shows. Yeah. Same. So the fact that you need some kind of primer to the movie, yeah, to yeah. watch the Marvels, I think that was a bad move. I mean, did you really need to watch all the previous shows and movies in order to understand this one? I think it would have helped, but no, I, I, I think, no, I think people are just tired of superheroes. I think there's too much. Hmm. Like, like I said, there's, there's. I think there were seven movies this year between Marvel and DC just in 2023 alone. We still have one more. <laughs> there's a, well, there's a lot of movies also that aren't performing well, but they aren't being mentioned. 
but I guess in the caliber of Marvel, you know, there's an expectation to be met. Yeah. You know, like there needs to be another blockbuster hit in order to be successful. Well, quote unquote. I'm sure the budgets for these movies aren't like mid-level budgets. Yeah. Not <laughs> like sure. They have to be hits. Marvel. I mean, the Marvels was around 200 million, I believe, just to make the movie. Yeah. Plus whoever, no, whatever they spent on. Well, I take that back because they couldn't really market because of the whole strike. So that's another thing against them. They couldn't do anything until uh, literally days before release. That's kind of why I thought they should have delayed the movie. Like if they cleared the slate for 2024, put put like a movie, put the movie in like March or something. Push it in. Give them time to promote. I still think it would not have performed well. Yeah. yeah. Possibly. I mean, I have another prediction. I predict that um, this weekend is going to see the Marvels reach about the same as their opening. So another 40 million for the week. I think it's going to match its opening weekend. I think so. If not better. I don't know if, is there enough positive buzz surrounding this movie? Like people are kind of mid. <laughs> yes and no. Right. I mean, I think the the biggest thing I see is that a lot of people are being positive and trying to reverse all the negativity against it. So there, there are a lot more people are pushing like, hey, don't all this negativity talk like persuade you from watching you watching this movie. You know, give it a chance, see it for yourself, and form your opinion. And so there's a lot of um, top talk, discussion, whatever, Twitter or whatever you want to say, saying like, okay, give it a shot, give it a chance and form your own opinion. So uh, that's why I think there's going to be a little bit more people that are going to watch it. So I think it's still not going to be great, but it's still going to be at about the same. So about 40 million again. Um, Only in the fact that I think that there is some positive buzz about having audience members just go and watch it for, think for themselves and then. Let the negative naysayers just prove them wrong, kind of in that kind of way. So yeah, and I think it's really rare for a movie's second weekend to be better or oh. equal its first. Yeah, I, I highly agree. I think uh, this might <laughs> be the exception, though. But I don't know. I can be proven wrong because well, well, it's opening against Napoleon. Well, not opening. It'll be second weekend. Mm-hmm. Then we have Napoleon and Hunger Games. Oh yeah, Hunger Games. Freaking a <laughs> great yeah. book. Mm. Those movies like this great. First movie I thought was really good. Have you ever watched Battle Royale? Yeah. Okay. I think completely. Which came first, the book or the that movie? Battle Royale was like two thousand or ninety nine. I think it was. I feel like it was inspired by the. I think Battle Royale was probably first. It has to be. I mean, well, I never knew of the books. I only knew of Hunger Games, the movies when they came out. So I knew nothing of the it books. Wasn't. That was like twenty tens. So maybe possibly probably inspired by Battle Royale. Yeah, I remember that movie. Yeah. Yeah. See, ever since Battle Royale, I'm, I'm like just every other Im- imitation, I say, like Hunger Games just ruins it for me. Or like the Divergent series. Like, <laughs> Oh, I haven't seen that. It's- yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So anything else like that is like, this is like G rating compared to Battle Royale, which is like the R, like hard R rating. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why. But anyways, back to the actual topic. <laughs> so we've actually developed a new rating system. So we're going to do this in uh, terms of work, a performance review. So I'm going to let the guys have a thought of, okay, we have an exceeds expectations. You know, if, if it just movie just like, blew you away or whatever, meets expectations, all right, movie did pretty good. Needs improvement, obviously that's you know self-explanatory, and unacceptable. So I know a few people that would <laughs> think of the Marvels as, as this. So. Fellas, uh, Marky, 
what rating would you give? I would say uh, it met my expectations, but I didn't have high expectations for this film. So um, I thought, yeah, no, I, I didn't think I wasted my money watching it. I saw it in 3D again. I know I fell asleep a few times, but I was like, I was entertained. I also didn't have, I wasn't thinking this was going to be like Avengers or anything like that. So, I mean, yeah, for, for in general, I thought it was, it was okay. All right. And Raymond? So it's like a four point scale. So well, however, and it's, it's not really points two is bad. Hmm? If I, if I translate this to points needs improvements at two out of four, that's like bad. Oh, well, I mean, so kind I'm, of. So I guess I'm giving this a meets expectations. Okay. Or it could be a little middle ground there, like a between needs improvement and because it kind of does. There's parts of it that does need improvement. I guess if expectations were, I just wanted a competent movie. And did you in feel, general, <laughs> you feel the Marvels did that for you? Uh, yeah. So okay. yeah, this is a competent movie. A three out of four <laughs> <laughs> meets expectations. <laughs> All right. See, um, I'm glad you you brought up that point because I feel that it's a kind of in between a needs improvement and meets expectations. Because I, I already kind of got what I thought this movie was going to be. It met my expectation for what this movie was going to be. It was just better than Captain Marvel. Include the other two girls, Kamala and Monica, and then have them all interact. And I already expected Darben to be a weak antagonist. I already predicted that a long time ago when we were first talking about the Marvels and us wanting to go watch it. So needs improvement. Yeah. I mean, that's all the negative news here. I think the whole planet singing planet thing did not work for me. Uh, <laughs> the whole relationship between Monica and uh, Captain Marvel, like the whole oh, you know, like Monica felt abandoned from her and all that kind of stuff. You know, it just wasn't really fleshed out well enough for me. Nick Fury being a little bit too comedic, but whatever. That didn't really matter too much for me. Um, and I guess, let's see. Captain Marvel, I think her character has a little bit more life to her <laughs> in this movie. Better than the first movie, that's for sure. That's for damn sure. Uh, so she has a little bit more character, more life in, in this one. Still pretty flat but not as bad as captain marvel she's kind of like marvel's superman like she's overpowered yeah oh, hell so yeah. they had to nerf her here with that whole power switching <laughs> like she couldn't use her powers i feel like she could have taken the bag on by herself probably could just have. give her some time to think about it <laughs> but then she, you know the bangle was absorbing the power well, she can fly through the sun she could probably fly through this person <laughs> <laughs> obliterate her yeah oh that's another way of how this should have ended <laughs> Oh man! Also, we need to clarify uh, when we uh, when we say expectations. We have to expectations are just competent movie. Otherwise, mm -hmm. what if the next X Men movie is directed by like Martin Scorsese or something? Our expectations would be like super high, right? Right. Would it? I don't know. So expectations will no. I mean, or if it's directed by who's a cool action director right now? Zack Snyder. I knew you were gonna say. That. <laughs> The greatest director of all time. You heard rumors that uh, Marvel's trying to get him. Oh, that's that's the perfect move. Oh, oh my god! There's gosh. nothing I, 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 I love I watching that. more than Batman vs Superman. Oh, oh my god! We can do three podcasts on that. <laughs> oh man! Oh my god! I'll, I'll give you my Blu-ray. You can have it. <laughs> I already I, I bought him one. Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay, yeah. full screen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. It, it all depends. See, it, it could be a toss-up for me. For have we'll save that for a DCU discussion. So. Oh, they talking about uh, Zack Snyder? Yeah. No, it was Zack Snyder. Um, I was just kidding. He's trash. I was, I, was, I was being sarcastic. Oh, you were? Whoa. I thought you were being serious. 
Damn. <laughs> I was half serious because Batman vs. Superman is probably the movie I've seen the most of. Mm-hmm. Only because I hate it so much. <laughs> it's like I love hate. Like I love how bad uh, this movie is. Uh, we should analyze that. That's yeah, I could, I, could, I could totally analyze every okay. scene. We'll, we'll think about that later. <laughs> three episodes. Later podcast. Yeah. Part one, part two, part three. Yeah. I mean, expectations. <laughs> um, I think it's regardless of who's involved in the movie. It's just your expectation of that movie, of that story based on like trailers, what you saw of it. And how you over, you thought overall, like, did it meet your own personal expectations of, like, how well it should be? Like, do you expect this to be a good movie out of Marvel? Or did you, did well, it People not came in with low expectations, and they were probably marginally exceeded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so, no, one came, no one came with high expectations for this movie, right? Yeah, I don't think, not too many did. So, I mean, uh, we came in with a low people. bar? Fairly low bar. Yeah. Like, That's I, why I, I'm saying that the expectation bar varies yeah, depending on the hype. Mm-hmm. So um, that's all. It's I'm just it's just an observation. I'm not trying to make this any deeper than it is. Yeah. Well, that's why I wasn't really going to go with points or anything like that because it's just like, okay, this Marvel's movie uh, we thought it was going to be all right. Didn't have any high expectations for it, and uh, you know it succeeded. It met our expectation of just being, you know, kind of okay. It had that Mar- Marvel formula. We're just yeah yeah. Just There's a generic to, feeling yeah. to this movie, but yeah, it's exactly. more more good than bad. Yeah, the movie just coasted for us. It yeah. wasn't like so horrible. Although I do have friends that did think very poorly of this film, so yeah. they would have said unacceptable. But whatever, they're not here, so they can't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, that wraps it up. A little explanation of our thoughts and feelings on the Marvels. Any final thoughts or anything else from you guys? So, so you thought it, it's gonna exceed? It's it's gonna do better for? It's gonna at least match the box office. Yes, that's year. my <sighs> prediction. For, I mean, you want to make a prediction? A movie never does. You guys want to make a prediction? <laughs> I don't know. I think I think it'll do. What, what is it usually like? Twenty percent less than the first week, or I think it's gonna do half. Half? Okay. Yeah. So it's like twenty million. Of typical movie, yeah, week over week, yeah, it usually drops. I think. Uh, I'm gonna go even more. I think it's gonna drop like eighty percent. Yeah, I think no one's gonna come out to see this movie. Yeah, I don't see. I don't see people feel like when I watched the movie, there was only three or four people in the, in the theater. Mm-hmm. I, I can't see, and I don't hear word of mouth. Yep, like the movie wasn't great. Mm-hmm. This movie was like mind blowing. It's like wow, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> if it was exceeds right. expectations. Yeah, <laughs> then I, I, I could kind of see yeah. some kind of jump. But even like our attitude towards this movie now, like we're still we're all kind of mid. Yeah. <laughs> It's not like a must-watch or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, it, it's a marginal recommendation. Okay, so my prediction is probably uh, against me more so for this for this one. So, yeah, unless yeah, you're, you're seeing something like on the internet, there's like some kind of grassroots movement to yeah. make this movie sort succeed. Of, sort of. That, that's what gets me that that feeling. Uh, but I mean, I could be dead wrong, so we'll see. We'll probably just brush on it next week when we when we talk about it again. All right. Anything else after besides that? I got a plug. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I want to plug my Letterboxd account. It's like a website where you sort of track the movies that you've watched, and you can rate them and write reviews. I think that's all you do. I haven't really explored the website. But I created an account last year, and you can follow me on Letterboxd. My username is Paid Lunch Break. It's one word, capital P, capital L, capital B. And I don't know, you can message me. Just look at my reviews. <laughs> what is, so it's like a... Just your own personal review of movies, or yeah, Letterbox is like a website where you—it's like a diary. It's like a, a way of tracking the stuff that you watch, like a catalog. Okay, 
you got the date that you watched it, your opinions of it, and then just so you can see what people are watching or mm-hmm. like what's popular and yeah, letterbox.com. Okay. L E T T E R B O X D. B O X D? Yeah, B O X D. E D? There's no E D. Okay. Cool. See, <laughs> um, I had to ask. Otherwise, I would have spelled it with an E D. <laughs> Paid lunch break. One word. Capital P L B. All right. There you have it, folks. First uh, ad. First plug. Yeah, first plug. <laughs> I'll My accept, social media. I'll, I'll accept payment later. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. That uh, pretty much wraps it up for all of us here. Thank you for listening to us. Hope you enjoyed uh, what we had to talk about. And I hope you plan on listening again. So until next time, have a fantastic day. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to our show. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you know we greatly appreciate that. If you can send us an email to worktimefunpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can send us a message at X, you know, formerly known as Twitter, and our handle is at WorkTimeFunPod. Thanks again. 